What's up, guys? Welcome to episode six. Six, God. You know, six, six, six. Running through the six with the woes. You know, welcome, welcome. Near, can I do the intro? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Brew Talk. This is episode six. We are the number one most slept on podcast in the world. Those are facts. Big facts, we actually. Check, we check the data. Those are facts. Uh, we discuss everything in the creator <clears throat> related to creators and the creator economy. We typically are completely raw and unedited. We do not prepare for these things. We pull a topic from the topic bucket and we just discuss our thoughts on it. So if you're interested in adding a topic to the topic bucket, please DM us, comment below, and uh, we'll be happy to include it and get to it in one of these episodes. Yes, yes, yes. That is exactly it. We also will have a form up soon so that it will be easier for you guys to leave feedback, you know, or like ask us questions. We'll also be doing uh, Instagram polls and stuff like that on questions. Uh, so if you're on, or if you're following us on Instagram, be on the lookout for the IG stories on that as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, but uh, yeah, man, how, how's your day? I came up the stairs and I saw that, you know, Kai took a dump top of the steps. That's not. That's always a nice welcoming party. <laughs> yes, Kaya took a dump on the stairs. It was, um, you know, I want to say it's not typical behavior, but it's mm-hmm. typical behavior. This is what she does. This is her protest. She's actually staring protest. at me right now. I can oh, yeah, see it in the corner is. of my she eye. Is. And <clears throat> she's been very naughty lately. Mm. I think she's kind of acting out. She realizes the podcast is, you know, you know, gaining some subscribers. She's oh. getting a little jealous. Oof. Man, so shout outs to the subscribers man yeah all all three more yeah, of them th- maybe three or four yeah more. you know I, we appreciate you guys you know make sure you share it with the world mm-hmm. um but yeah you know if i dude if i know any dog that's been that's living la vida loca bro it's kaya man kaya's definitely living her best life she has the best treats the best dog food the best Dude, did you hear that? Yeah, she dude, she's just like, yeah, right. <laughs> she has she we put up with the worst attitude. Mm. Uh, and somehow some way she still makes her way as to the center of our hearts and we're always ah, happy to be around her. So, Can't get enough of her. So beautiful, so beautiful. All right. Well, let's get right into it, you Let's know. That was nice nice little catch up in the morning. Let's see what the topic brings today. I actually don't even remember how many questions are in here. Well, there's one that I hope we get. I don't know if we're going to get it. I mean, (laughs) it might be the metaverse one. Who knows? We'll see. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) I called it. Did you get it? Yes. What do you think about the metaverse? Wow, you... (laughs) Yo, dude. This is scripted. Dude, that's... Funny man. That, that so so wait. Well, repeat the question for those who don't know. What do you think about the metaverse? Hot topic. I would say controversial as well. I I'm not gonna lie to the viewers. You know I'm not going to sit up here and like talk my talk. I don't have much to say, but. Um, oh, I have a lot. Yeah, I know you have a lot to say. Okay. And I'll piggyback off of the things with just opinions from someone that's not really knowledgeable in it. Because I know a lot of people, when they talk about something, they like to talk about something that they don't know and they act like they know. I genuinely don't know much because I didn't bother to look into it. This is going to be good. It's going to be a good dynamic here exactly. because you don't know much. I don't know much. And I'm pretty I, I'm pretty aware of what's happening. 
Mm-hmm. So let's uh, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, but into it. in terms of the metaverse, I will start by saying that uh, anytime we take technological steps forward, that's a good thing. I think what's up for debate with the metaverse is are we taking technological steps forward or are we just kind of recycling old things and attaching new hardware to it and it's kind of like not super exciting. Mm-hmm. Another layer to that that I will throw in there is do we do we really want this this metaverse? Mm-hmm. Like is it even good for humanity? Mm-hmm. Which we'll, we might we might get to. But I do want to start with just the tech. The idea behind the metaverse is you strap on this uh, either Oculus or whatever whatever the next iteration of the Oculus is. You strap on this headset and you can enter this virtual world and you're uh, able to communicate with your friends in a dynamic range of ways. Okay. And the understanding is from, from Meta that they see this as the future of not only how we communicate as humans, but how we work. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, how we communicate as humans through the, through the metaverse is one topic, but then their, their agenda is to start uh, working in the metaverse. And I think that's where a lot of the contention comes from. I, yeah, I think that's the part that I didn't dive into much. I do know the whole like, uh, like the virtual reality realm and stuff like that. Obviously, it's it's been not done but it's been seen in movies it's been talked about before multiple times like kind of like a digital world and so and so to speak but i didn't really dive into kind of the meta side of it like kind of what the zuck is thinking about doing with it i know everyone has controversy on that um but yeah i mean what what do you think about what people are saying about this and what the zuck is doing so i will say that let's talk about the technology first i don't think the technology is necessarily that amazing yet Mm -hmm. it's um have you ever used vr i have i have okay so you're familiar with like the feeling of of being in there which which could be is really cool sometimes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when you're in vr Mm -hmm. It's a it's a it's a novel experience. It's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. It's definitely in like the very first iterations of it for sure. Yes, definitely. And people are starting to understand that you know it really does feel like you're in a different place. It really does capture that that uh, that experience really well. You you do get immersed. It's very immersive. Probably the most immersive technology we have today, mm-hmm. which is amazing. That's the exciting part. Right. The the problem that I see is that the tech is very slow still. Mm-hmm. We're not really getting very far in terms of, I'm sorry, the tech, the, the tech is two parts. There's the hardware and the software. The hardware is making strides. We're seeing that. It's uh, each, each iteration of the hardware is becoming better and the peripherals are becoming better. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing. The problem I think a lot of people are seeing with the metaverse is the software, mm. which is, which makes sense because most people don't have the hardware to go along with it. So they're not feeling the immersive experience. They're just seeing a picture of the metaverse and they're like, this is trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This looks like Second Life uh, or Sims. You know, mm-hmm. you, I'm sure you've seen the memes. Of course, of course. So that's kind of where we're at with it. I personally, again, I'm, I, have, I have two views on this. First is, I think it'll be cool and interesting to see what a metaverse um, I, having a ubiquitous metaverse where it's available to everybody. Everybody has 
a headset in their homes and they can enter this reality, I think that could be really exciting. Mm -hmm. What I think, where I think things fall apart for me is transitioning work, especially corporate culture into the metaverse. Not super excited about that. Right. Because it seems like a uh, weird way to have to watch employees that were, you know, we feel like in the remote first culture, we felt like we got a lot more, uh, we, we, we recaptured our privacy. Yeah. But if we're entering into the metaverse where everything is tracked, including our movements and how much we're working and what we're doing, that feels like a privacy issue. Mm. I think that's where a lot of people are finding kind of like, um, are kind of worried about the future mm-hmm. of the metaverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of, it sounds like remote working, but not really remote working. Yeah, it's like remote working. Without but... the commuting, I guess. Correct. But you're still physically present there. I, like, I mean, physically present, quote unquote. And you're still being watched over. Whereas, you know, you have your own space and privacy while you're actually remote working away from the office. Correct. Yeah, and again, I'm not a complete expert. I've been following just the news, mm-hmm. um, and I haven't used the metaverse, um, the like the Oculus specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it's it's an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, you know me, I'm all about interesting ideas. I like these things. But even for me, I said to myself, "There's no freaking way that I would use." this as a way to work yeah i think i'm on that same boat too it just almost doesn't it doesn't make sense because then it's like i mean i guess i can see it make sense in the corporate aspect it's like okay you don't have to commute anymore you're still working remote we're still gonna look over you and stuff like that but then it's like for the workers it's like you're just making the workers like miserable even more you know yeah it seems like a very strange way to kind of control a workforce yeah and it's like when you monitor yeah and when you think about it too it's like if you if you have that situation where you're working while you're in this digital universe in this metaverse and like you are getting like a bad environment around you you're being watched over it's going to make your you yourself feel uncomfortable in your own home i feel like because it's just like reminds you of that that you have to be in there, you know? Right. I mean, there's there's a lot of problems. Yeah. There. There's yeah, a yeah. lot. I mean, first of all, from a health perspective, is it even healthy to be wearing that thing for hours upon hours a day? Yeah, let's say a minimum eight hours. Right. Know? So that all comes into question. Um, second, does it take some of the fidelity out of life? I mean, if we're able to have avatars that represent us, now we're just interacting as avatars versus interacting as ourselves. Mm-hmm. Does that take some, is that is that strange for people? For me, it would be. I feel like for most people it would be. Um, so we start to almost, it seems like we're starting to disassociate with reality mm-hmm. on top of inserting capitalism into the equation, which most people I think are finding kind of a scary future mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no i i definitely could def i could definitely see that i can't imagine that it's going to end well or just be well if that technology is being used just corporately you know yeah that's why i always thought it was such a strange idea to make work the first frontier yeah 
Okay, to be fair, I get it. The idea, I think, that Mark Zuckerberg and some of the other people pushing this are... They're like, hey, we can now collaborate in higher in higher fidelity mm-hmm. would be what they would say. Mm-hmm. And for creators out there, they're 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 asking or they're telling them like, look, instead of, um, you know, working through like Google Suite or collaborating through Figma or or these other tools, we're adding an extra dimension to that. Quite literally, yeah. Which now you can collaborate online with people. And feel like you're there in the room with them and that leads to better collab- collaboration and better work mm-hmm. i think that's their whole shtick mm-hmm. now i would which agree- makes sense it makes sense mm-hmm. and i would agree with that too and i would also i would also argue that yeah it could be really interesting from a co- collaboration aspect i think those are pure intentions if those are true however as we know with facebook or I should say Meta now, mm-hmm. as we know, they are in it for money. Yeah. Right? And typically, privacy is not usually... Uh, at the forefront. Right. Yeah. Uh, despite them saying it is. So people are very nervous about just now living mm-hmm. and doing work, things that are... Like providing for their family through this kind of technology, yeah, yeah, seems a little bit scary. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, it's not too far fetched if if this actually does happen, where like you know now companies, rather than sending you like a laptop or something for work, they send you a whole like VR kit. It's like welcome to work type of thing. It's like when you think about that, it's like man, that's kind of crazy. What's really crazy to think about is how much they're betting. On the metaverse, mm-hmm. I think that's the scariest thing about all of this. That that <clears throat> how much money and how much they're betting their company, Meta, is betting the company almost. It seems from a spend perspective on this technology, mm-hmm. like they believe this is going to be the future. Whether they're right or wrong is up for debate. But the fact that they have such conviction, a multi-billion-dollar company that's sitting, I wouldn't say pretty they but they are doing well for themselves mm-hmm. uh despite all the all the things that have, have happened and yeah they're still doing well for them to bet completely on the metaverse is pretty wild yeah yeah it's it's like you're putting all your eggs in one basket and you're kind of like assuming that this is what not only that people want where it should be going you know yes and on the funny the funny thing too about like that kind of world, I always saw VR and like the the digital universe and stuff like that more of like in a gaming perspective, you know, like the movie for instance Ready Player One, right? Mm. Basically, it's a digital universe of your avatar and you're like going into video games and stuff like that. It's super hyper realistic, and I think that is a cool idea for you to kind of get away but then you could also if you watch that movie spoilers if you look at the real world it's basically post-apocalyptic because everyone is living in this virtual space you know and that's like when you think of that it's like dang it's like you can't really have the best of both worlds if you're going to go full in on one thing and completely forget about the actual world that you're living in right and i think that's a very real uh that's a very real thing to be worried about mm-hmm. is really disassociating with 
this world that we're living in today and jumping head first into this other new world where you could argue some people are acting almost godlike. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. They have domain over the physicalities of that world. Mm-hmm. And that's a scary, again, I'm using the word scary. And I think I think a lot of people share that sentiment. Scary because it's the unknown. Mm-hmm. And scary because we know how corporate greed works. And we know how people work. And we're giving up a lot mm-hmm. and giving power to a lot to to human to other humans mm-hmm. who typically didn't have that power before over this new world mm-hmm. and this new infrastructure. So you can imagine that you know, like we, we all <laughs> we all think about moderators yeah, yeah. being like, like if you have a bad moderator, it can really kill a community. It can really kill a space. Mm-hmm can kill you know subreddits and what what have you discords yeah imagine having moderators that are have power over this world that you're in but not only have power over this world that you're in they have power over a world that you might even be working in mm-hmm. that your like whole well-being and life are are integrated with mm-hmm. a lot of people wouldn't trust a single individual to have godlike power yeah. in any space. Yeah. So we have we're, we're kind of going to enter uncharted waters, and I think if we we could do it responsibly, uh, the question is, will we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you? Would do you think that there would? Do you think there's like a balance between the like the the metaverse or like this whole new digital universe and with like the world that you're living in? You know, like, is there any balance within that? I think there could be. The, <clears throat> the problem with human nature that I see, again, just my opinions, the problem with human nature that I see is we live in a consumer world. Yes. And we live in a in a world where addiction is a, is a very real problem. Mm-hmm. And when you mix those two, it's almost like the perfect storm, especially when... A new opportunity is living in this this other world people are going to be incentivized to forget about whatever they're ha- whatever they have in this in the, in this world yeah so i think it's just you know if you're a healthy human i could say yeah sure there you know healthy humans can balance those things the problem is is everybody a healthy human? Mm-hmm. Probably not. And at the same time, too, it's like, how healthy are you really? Like, do you know your own breaking point of like when something might be too good and like you kind of step your toe in it, you know? Correct. Yeah. It's almost, it feels like we all think we have willpower, <clears throat> but you know, when a box of donuts is in front of you, how many days in a row can you say no to that box of donuts? Yeah, I've seen that Krispy Kreme downstairs in your kitchen the past four days. It's been pissing me off. Me I, too. I touch it and I know that there's still donuts in there. Yeah, that Krispy Kreme, by the way, sidebar, that Krispy Kreme donut box, I haven't touched. And I've been looking at that motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm just like, God damn, I really want to eat this Krispy Kreme. But <laughs> what's interesting is I try my best 
to remind myself is like, no, you have goals in life. You, want, <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you don't want to be this fat piece of lard. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. eat the Krispy Kreme donut. And that's a daily struggle. Oh, no, facts, yeah. Yeah. But uh, what I will say is I think people have willpower. I think, uh, I think more people will be able to live a balanced life. The problem is the people who don't. Mm-hmm. And the problem, I mean, we see this all the time in work culture, hustle culture. Yeah. People can work themselves to death. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a reality. Yeah, burnout is a real thing. Though. Burnout is a real thing. So imagine adding these extra layers on top of that. Uh, it almost seems like we're going to head down an unhealthy trajectory if the metaverse is our number one priority, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. where we're making our livelihood. Mm-hmm is where we're making connections and relationships is spending most of our time mm-hmm. i can't imagine how the metaverse would be if you were like about the hustle culture like i'm assuming that like you will literally never sleep you will always kind of be in or you'll sleep with it on type of thing you know it, it's basically like people who are addicted to social media mm-hmm. imagine them just being addicted to the metaverse instead mm-hmm. the crazy thing too when you think about it is like I almost see it where you're like if someone's addicted to social media and then you get into this whole digital universe as metaverse and I'm a, like and I'm assuming you could do a lot of things. I'm just thinking like wow, I'm almost certain that people are going to check their social medias while they're in social media, you know? Yeah, that's an interesting thing. It almost like the metaverse will shape social media in a different way. Yeah. Like there there might still be social media stuff there's social media aspects that might be built in that look completely different in the metaverse um you know people might make videos with their avatars in the metaverse and upload them to something to whatever to instagram maybe because it's facebook Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) the so that could be very interesting and also people will i think the scariest thing is leave behind their identity and psychologists are talking about this their physical form, mm-hmm. they'll start to associate themselves more with their avatars yeah. than with who they are in this world. Yeah, and it's very it's it's very likely to happen than not. Especially right. when you're in a I wouldn't say I mean, I would say it actually, when you're in a content created world right now with the creator economy being as big as it's ever been, I think a lot of people do have a persona on camera. Uh, like or like an avatar there's definitely a lot of like uh what is that like like v youtubers or something like that like virtual youtubers and so they have their own persona with that there's literally digital instagram handles like people that are digital people on instagram like it's wild to me you know yeah that that world imagine that world right those Mm -hmm. v youtubers this is like their playground yeah yeah the the metaverse is their playground Mm -hmm. They will, there will be more incentive to be more V YouTubers. There Mm -hmm. will be more incentive to just be V people. Yeah. Right. And in some ways, you know, you could say that's good. In some ways you could say that's bad. Generally speaking though, like I said, the psychologists are going to be the one, the psychologists are saying the disassociation with your physical body is going to lead to negative health. Oh yeah. Right. A hundred percent. You know, I mean, you're going to forget to, I feel like you're just going to forget to do things. You right. know, you still haven't turned off your phone. I can't believe it. 
<laughs> it's fine. Leave it there. But um, <laughs> but uh, I I feel like you know you're you're just going to forget to do normal life activities like eating, sleeping, remembering to drink. You know, it's like it's almost when you get back to the real world. Like you're, I guess you can say like you're. You just feel like you don't even want to be here anymore, and you want to immediately go back. Yeah, you're not getting anything. You're not look. You're building your relationships in the in the relate. The power of relationships is here. Huge. So you can imagine you building relationships in this new world. Why? Why would you want to leave that? Mm-hmm. Your support network is there. Your friends are there. Yeah. Um, you know, it's cheaper to talk to people there. Like it's it's cheaper to hang out with them there. So there's a lot working against the, yeah. th- this physical world. Yeah, you can always be like physically with your friends. Right. And imagine if you're somebody who already, like for me, uh, you, you consider yourself a homebody. Mm-hmm. Now you're like, well, let's just hang out in the metaverse. We don't even need to meet somewhere. Let's just go to a metaverse bar, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Or mm-hmm. a metaverse cafe. Mm-hmm. Just hang out there. We'll yeah. just chat for a little bit. And then when I'm done or when we're tired, like we'll just log off, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. No, that's crazy to think about, man. It's like, I don't even need to come here almost. You right. Know, we can just meet at a, a studio and do a podcast there. Yeah, we can meet in the metaverse studio. Yeah. And then it starts getting into really weird territory. Like think about buying and selling physical I'm sorry, uh, digital property mm-hmm. or digital assets. Yeah, that's definitely a whole different world. That And that's that's kind of like why I'm saying that there will be a lot of incentive to spend time there mm-hmm. because you could make a livelihood off of all these different areas. It's yeah. quite literally a whole new frontier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I, I agree. And going back to like when you said about like the the balance of the metaverse and the real ber- the real world and how you know people will have that balance if they have the willpower the thing about that too is that no matter how much willpower you have curiosity is a huge willpower as well yes. it's like a lot of people are very curious like you can say you hate it you don't believe in it but sooner or later you're going to get curious and you're going to step foot in and then you're really going to make your own opinion or it's just going to choke you out in the physical world. Like yeah. maybe things will need to, op- I mean, I think about it this way. Today, you have to be on social media if you run a business. Yes. It's impossible to not be. Mm-hmm. We could enter a world where it's impossible to not be in the metaverse and have a, bi- a successful business. Yeah. It's very possible. Very possible. I mean, we're at a point now where I think we've seen it now. It's like advertisements now are using QR codes. Right. They're not even using the ad, like just scan the QR code and then you'll go to the page type of thing you know so it's like it's almost like you have to be within that era to even uh do certain things already you know yeah like even if you liked physical menus mm-hmm. you still gotta use yeah, the it's QR, like QR code today. now you know they don't even have the physical menu no, sometimes no very rarely they, they, they do how amazing is that by the way like if you walk into a restaurant today with like a dead phone you're screwed. Good luck. I mean, walking around today with a phone that's dead mm-hmm. almost feels like you're handicapped. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's scary, you know, especially because, I mean, your phone is literally 
you you know your location you have contacts available you can do you can get rides yeah you can get rides you can literally do everything through your phone these days and i think we're in a generation right now where if you if like the kids or this generation did not have their phones it's gonna be tough man you know what could be even crazier than the phone is the phone is one step closer to us this is gonna sound crazy i already know i'm like, I hear the sentence in my head, and it's going to sound crazy when mm-hmm. I say it out loud. The phone is getting us one step closer to being a cyborg. Yeah. The reason why I think that, and I think about this a lot, actually, the phone is just not connected to you. Mm-hmm. But it is almost feels like an extra limb or an extra body part. Mm-hmm. You feel weird when, you don't, when you're not with your phone. Yeah. I do, too. Mm-hmm. I think most people would. And it's crazy how... <clears throat> People, people always talk about the neural link and how crazy that is. We could mm-hmm. say that for another day. But the idea that the phone is needed to live your life and feel comfortable living your life, it just means we're that much closer to be inserting tech into us oh, even yeah. further. Oh, yeah. And so an interesting idea and in how this relates back is the metaverse is just one avenue mm-hmm. where we just build this new world and we're gods in it. But... There's this whole other trajectory that we can go down where people are just starting to insert tech into this physical world and mm-hmm. starting to just really become cyborgs. Mm-hmm. Or that basically the metaverse becomes the actual universe. Correct, yeah. And so like those are two potentially competing areas where there is overlap, but those are two potential trajectories that I think will go down. Yeah, both scary. Both scary. And, you know, I, that's a that's a crazy thing, too. It's like it's not too far-fetched to see people, like, tap on their, like, their forearm and have, like, a menu pop up and stuff like that. I mean, you're wearing an Apple Watch. Exactly. Right the Apple Watch is kind of a key example where it's like one day this is just going to be infused into your system. Like, yeah. there's going to be, a, like, a mechanic where you just use it. Cyberpunk does it really well. <laughs> you know? I mean, the fact that people are... People today are saying that's scary mm-hmm. and that's weird and like, oh, I'll never, I'll never insert a chip into me. The problem with them, the, 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 the fallacy I see with that argument is that you will probably do it if there's, if everyone is doing it. Yeah. Where you're at such a competitive disadvantage mm-hmm. that you're forced mm-hmm. to do such a thing. Mm-hmm. And then you'll say like, look, everybody knows every language because they implanted the neurochip in their brain. They, mm-hmm. Everybody has a calculator on hand at all times. You're going to be the only one who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. How are you going to, um, how are you going to like advance in your career? How are you mm-hmm. going to advance as a human? How are you going to make a living for yourself? Mm-hmm. All these things will start to uh, weigh on you mm-hmm. until you eventually just say, you know what, in order to keep up with the times, I'm going to install the neural link. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and especially because it would probably seem more convenient as well. And that's like the killer. It's like people love convenient. So if it's like, if it makes sense, if it makes their life easier, why not? That's why people love these freaking life hack videos and stuff, you know, just for the conveniency of it. I mean, if I think about it, if I want to travel to Japan, Mm -hmm. for example, and they say, hey, you can speak Japanese by just having this chip in you, but you'll be fluent at Japanese to talk to everybody there. I mean, it's almost like you would be denying yourself that experience mm-hmm. and wouldn't anyone, like you said earlier, wouldn't people be curious? 
I would definitely be. Oh. It'd be so compelling to be like, okay, just let's do it. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And it's only and that just thinking about that is crazy. It's mm-hmm. like it's very possible, you mm-hmm. know, where people. It took you know six months to a year to learn a language in its basic form. Now instantly, it's like, poof, you know, goosebumps a little bit. Yeah, but good. you know, going back and kind of wrapping up on the question here, what do you think about the metaverse? Um, I didn't have much to say. I understand, but you know, I, I I think I I'm kind of with the audience that I don't have as much knowledge, so I so I want to gain as much on it before I speak on it. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that I mean I kind of agree with Nier. I don't agree with the with the workforce like forefront of the metaverse. I think that's very it just breaks boundaries of privacy and why people want to work remote in the first place and i do think that there's there has to be a balance between it but it's really up to you if we do get to that point if you can balance yourself right yeah and and the last thing i want to say is just i think we could responsibly enter the metaverse i think we can responsibly have this this uh like vr in our lives or ar in our lives I just think it's going to take a lot of thoughtful thinking and it might we might have to think about it independently of how corporations want to think about it because they're incentivized in a certain way. So the metaverse could be an interesting technology. It could be something that it, that is that sparks a lot of good good innovation. However, we need to be responsible with it. Yes, just like with any technology. Correct. But Thank you guys for watching. You want to do a quick outro? Yeah, thanks for watching Brew Talk. This has been episode six. Uh, If you want to insert a topic into the topic bucket, we'll probably have a form at some point. But for now, leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought about the video. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about. All of this is completely unscripted. Uh, We cover everything related to creators and the creator economy. So we'd be happy to hear from you. Yes, sir. So it was nice talking for this week. We will see you guys on the next podcast next week. Catch you later. Peace. Peace.